Good afternoon. We are here at Epcot for the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Our last visit, we got a peek at some of the Christmas decorations, the tree and so forth. Today, we're gonna see all of its glory, the food, the cavalcades, uh, try out some shopping in a unique way uh, with uh, new uh, self-checkout over at Mouse Gear. Lots to look at, plus other, plus other things as well. So join us for this podcast and videocast. So we're gonna start here at the Exodus Spaceship Earth. What you see in front of me is the uh, project tomorrow, inventing the wonders of the future. Really, Disney has not talked about what's going to happen to this space as a part of the remodeling, and there may be nothing happening to this space. If you go back a considerable time, before 2000, you may remember, or actually even before 2000, I was gonna say it's in the early 1990s, this space, when it first opened at Epcot, was actually a very open space. It, it was not enclosed. It was later enclosed for a second version of Spaceship Earth, which, uh, I don't know if you remember those little simulators you'd actually step on. They were a safety hazard, unfortunately, but they were a very cool little rocking simulator type thing any rate, why we're here is not for uh, taking a look at Project Tomorrow, but rather taking a look over here, you'll see the Art of Disney gift, shorts, uh, gift shop that was there earlier. And then what you see is the remainder of Communic, uh, <laughs> still say Communicorn, of Innoventions West. And over the last week or so, they have done a dramatic job of reducing taking out a lot of the building infrastructure. Now this is theoretically the area generally where the new uh, Moana Gardens, interactive water gardens are going to be. And so, uh, so there's a lot to come in this area. My guess, I wouldn't be surprised if this little building actually stayed put, uh, but maybe it's going away too. But notwithstanding, you can see that this entire area is being cleared out. And then over here, You'll see um, construction over at uh, what has been Mouse Gears formerly, and you can see maybe some construction people on the other side. I'm just pointing my camera right here at this little area. Last week, Disney finally sent a more formal photo of the statue of Walt Disney, which is going to go on the other side of this space. This area is going to be more the flow. It's um, so it's going to kind of not dead end, but kind of flow right into the statue area that's going to be in that space and that's going to be just a little beyond. It's an interesting statue because uh, Walt Disney is actually sitting down on a set of uh, pedestals or steps and I think it's going to be a, uh, a great photo area for guests who kind of just want to kind of be there with, with, with Walt. And at any rate, uh, we will have that in the uh, post. Um, and we'll also show an image on the video. And of course, here is beautiful Spaceship Earth. Look at this day, it is gorgeous. And I say gorgeous because I thought it was gonna be really, really cold and I accidentally brought shorts, but I'm glad I kept the shorts. I still have some sweatshirts on because it is a little cooler. But uh, let's continue uh, through uh, what is formerly Future World West. Here is the other side of that pavilion. You can see that you can see straight through, clear through, sent 
the central area of uh, Future World. And, uh, and you can see that there is a lot of construction uh, heading down on this. So a lot going on in this particular area of the park. And we'll just do a, a little bit of over the fence peek to see if we can see much of anything over there. So you get a better view. Here in the center of the park is a season's greetings uh, card, a good little photo location, at least during the day. It's uh, the design is a little reminiscent of some of the studio cards that came out during the 40s and 50s that uh, the company would send out an individual. There was a book a couple of years ago which highlighted all of those individual Christmas cards. And you can see Spaceship Earth in the back. You know, I'm just, I was thinking about all this construction and I'm reminded about when Seven Dwarfs Mine Train uh, was uh, under construction. They had actually created a couple of holes in the fence so you could do a looky-loo kind of thing because they were trying to encourage and get guests excited about what's coming. They haven't done anything near that at this point and I think part of that is because they're a little uncertain of what they're doing. Not uncertain but they haven't played that card especially those cards that say we're doing something different than what we announced earlier. Notwithstanding, um, be kind of fun if there was just a few holes in this fence. Here's the Christmas tree at uh, in the middle of the day. You can see all the ornaments which have different uh, World Showcase countries on them and different greetings from those countries. Bells and globes and different garland. It's a, it's a very festive place, great place to get a uh, photo. And over here, we just turn and see uh, the World Showcase Lagoon. And uh, bright and lovely. And you see some barges in the middle. I'm going to refocus this so we get a little better image. But these apparently are some of the barges that they're using for testing purposes for the upcoming Harmonious show. And over here, beyond uh, that pyro tower, which they're keeping, they're keeping all the pyro towers from eliminations. But you see a big uh, uh, crane to help move and transport some of these uh, big barge pieces that they're building for Harmonious. And then you notice over here, some uh, picnic tables. It's a really nice little quiet place to stop and take a break, maybe get a little bite to eat, uh, which wouldn't mind doing uh, quite soon. So we'll move in that direction. I think the World Showplace has been the saving grace of Epcot during this pandemic period because it's provided a great little place to get distance and air conditioning in the month of July when it was so hot. And now in colder weather, we can step right in and uh, enjoy everything through here. There's a marshmallow and Olaf. A uh, little presentation right there for folks who want to take a photo. And uh, another one with a nutcracker. And then on in here, you see the same uh, big presentation that they had during the... Uh, uh, food festival um food and wine festival only now it's a lot of holiday favorites a lot of folks are gathered to uh check it out so right here 
We got some festival favorites, which include blackened bass and duck confit and dumplings, plus a gingerbread cookie. And uh, uh, the pros is really a selection of beers, but it does include a charcuterie and a cheese plate. Then we have um, a big stage for uh, some of the entertainment offerings here. And then there is a little store. So there's only really two food and beverage off uh, offerings here. And uh, on the other side is Carol, who is a renowned cast member who performs usually at the uh, Rose and Crown Pavilion. And she is performing in this corner. I like the, how they've laid it out a little better. And uh, she's playing here on the piano. It actually feels like winter today in Florida, doesn't it? But we've had that beautiful sunshine, so right now we can still only dream of a white Christmas. Against Carol's music, we get a chance to check out this big holiday gingerbread display of the uh, U.S. Capitol, Washington Memorial, Jefferson's Memorial, Lincoln's Memorial. It's made with nearly 4,000 um, pieces of gingerbread, 165 pounds of just such gingerbread, and uh, a ton of icing and molding chocolate and so forth. It's got uh, Mickey and Minnie on the side domes, and uh, it's got uh, what appears to be the uh, Martin Luther Memorial carved out of it. You can see the Washington Monument, you can see the Lincoln Memorial, it's got a little bit of lights attached to it, and uh, a beautiful little um, mall down the middle. Reminds me of many a trip I made jogging down the down the mall and uh, uh, it's a nice little it's a beautiful little display they they've canceled the gingerbreads for uh, each of the hotels but you can come here to Epcot and get a, a sample of uh, some real artistry at play right here with this gingerbread memorial and by the way next door I made a in, uh, I said the wrong thing. I thought it was a little store because of its display, but actually it's a whole bunch of holiday desserts. So that's a third kiosk and uh, cookies and even uh, uh, peppermint bark and uh, uh, some uh, fruitcake 
lots of different kinds of treats next door. So this is a place to check out and enjoy. So I was going to get the charcuterie board, but as it turns out, they ran out of crackers, which seems like uh, poor planning. So I ended up getting the duck confit with uh, roasted Brussels sprouts and some dumplings and um, an eggnog uh, coquino, a non-alcoholic, and uh, we'll try these out. That was joyful. That's taken the main stage here at World Showplace and uh, brought a little energy to this lunchtime hour. Here's a quick glimpse at the store that's located here at World Showplace. But we're exiting this pavilion. Uh, just a little bit of a review on the food. The duck was delicious and uh, plentiful, actually. A good sized portion and the plum sauce with it was really great said it had dumplings with it but that looked like pan fried to me uh potatoes to me broccoli was mm, okay and then you had the um eggnog um uh kind of a tropical version of eggnog really it's real with cinnamon that was fine it was good nice holiday treat um kind of kind of probably a two-star for what i experienced there but maybe we'll find a three-star uh, item before we're through. We're back out to World Showcase and uh, checking out the countries here. So I'm a little overdue for visiting the uh, Mitsukoshi department store in Japan. It is a family favorite. We often get ourselves lost here. Um, you'll notice one of the big things during the pandemic is that the, uh, the entire experience of choosing an oyster, having it opened up in front of the guests, that's not happening during this time. But um, what we have here is an entire section of the store dedicated to the official dog of China. And somebody just told me the name of this dog. And uh, my daughter wanted one of these. In fact, she wanted a black one. So we're gonna grab one of these. I hate to uh, surprise her that we are getting one of those, but I have a feeling she hasn't checked out this video that will serve her right if she hasn't so we're gonna get one of those and head to checkout to all of you we hope you have a merry and bright holiday season and have a happy new year happy holidays everyone that was the voices of liberty finishing up their performance here in the American Garden State, and uh, no candlelight procession, but it's so great to hear their voices and to have them coming back here we wish to a happy holiday. Take a moment to enjoy the beautiful decorations here in the rotunda of the American uh, Adventure. And usually this is where the Voices of Liberty are actually uh, playing and singing, but because of uh, the uh, uh, not being able to do the candlelight processional this year, they have become the main music along with uh, Mariachi Cobre 
in the American Gardens Theater. So, um, but still it's very beautiful and very decked out for the holidays right here. The other group performing during the holiday is Mariachi Cobre with La Pasadas. And uh, they are just a, a core team, very small team. Not like their other performance where they had, seemed like seven people. Um, it's a more intimate group performing here at uh, the American Gardens Theater. Buñuelos, pozole, menudo, uh, and of course, which is all, they're all so good in the cold, and it's too bad that we don't have plates of those right here in front of us. But uh, continuing on, of course, uh, without getting too hungry, uh, we also have song and dance, and that's of course what we're going to be doing uh, for, uh, for this particular celebration. Uh, but there's also singing of carols. Um, and uh, the Christmas carol in Spanish is called a Viancico, and the Viancico that we're going to be singing for you, uh, this particular one is known throughout the world as well, actually, it's a pretty famous one, and uh, it's about uh, the birth of Jesus and Christmas night. This is entitled, Fum, Fum, Fum. one of the locomotives in the uh, train garden here in Germany. That's a big long mo locomotive. And uh, I see at least two other locomotives that are in operation. As I recall, they usually do something a little bit more festive, although I do see the Festival of the Holiday Banners in the plaza. Here's another train coming through and uh, passenger train. That's still a still good to see the trains running even though we have been through this uh, difficult time. We are in a queue at uh, Las Posadas uh, Mexico Holiday Kitchen uh, to get a uh, dulce de leche churro. I love churros so you know from my Tomorrowland podcast that uh, I do so uh, the, the last Magic Kingdom one I did. I have to say there are queues everywhere so it feels very socially distanced, but because of that social distance, it just seems um, like there's a lot of uh, a lot of folks standing in line, which happens anywhere, but it seems more particular, like in Mexico, trying to get in. All right, we have gotten our churros, and now the biggest trick of them all is finding a place to eat. I think maybe I'll head over to uh, our little friendly pavilion. I'll go see pavilion next door. I don't see any seating here. And while we're doing that, I just wanted to comment again about the queues. Uh, lots of long lines. Line extends well into China for Maelstrom. And there's a good healthy line to get into the Mexico pavilion, which there never is, just to get into the pavilion. But they're trying to be uh, socially distant and careful with everyone. So. It creates this feeling of lots of lines and cues and so forth. It seems a little overwhelming, but uh, 
Uh, and that was, and by the way, the, the kiosks that sell the cookies because you, you know, get X number of cookies and then you get a free cookie. Those kiosks seem to be the longest of all of them. We will try that another day, but I'm having somebody come with me to do that. There's just way too many cookies. At any rate, we're here at Odyssey. Let's go in. So, the Epcot experience is still showing what looks to become the play pavilion at the former Wonders of Life. It has not been removed from the video, although there's a lot of rumor that it might be taken away. We'll see. When you have the infrastructure already there, it's easy to to continue doing something with that. I, I think a lot of people are expecting everything to come out for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, when in reality, the following year is the anniversary of, uh, of uh, Epcot. And so it could be part of that. By the way, here's the journey of water inspired by Morata, or Moana, I'm sorry, by Moana poster. And when you look at the map, we were talking about those buildings being taken down. This is the general area where those buildings are being removed is in this area here, all through this area. And then over here, we were standing here when I was pointing at the very first of our discussion. Right over here is I believe where the Walt Disney statue is going to be located. And uh, you'll notice it just gives the impression that the traffic is going to flow more from this direction out that way. But we have more to come. Look at these, look at this purple, looks like a wall of flowers that maybe guests go underneath to get to their next, to this side of the, uh, um, of Epcot. More to come on that, but uh, you can see that, um, yeah, some interesting things are happening. By the way, up ahead is the play poster. That is also still up for Epcot. So just because it wasn't announced, I don't think means that it's going away. I just think there's a timing issue when you've got to add more attractions and events and experiences uh, for Epcot's 40th. And by the way, the year after is uh, the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company, which is in 2023. So there's some really important dates up along the way. By the way, here's the monorail beam. I am so waiting for the monorails to return. Hopefully January 1st, uh, that opportunity will make itself available. Let's keep going. Well, we have jumped from the Epcot experience at Odyssey back to my office. And that's because a major segment, video segment that I did in Future World East didn't get recorded. That's the problem when you record in the bright sunlight, looking toward the sun, because sometimes you don't see your camera very well. So let me cover a lot of the changes and what I observed. And fortunately, I have some images to show you as well as we go through this. The first I wanted to mention was uh, Mission... Uh, space and its new restaurant, 220. Well, it's actually, it was intended to open nearly a year ago, 
So here we are, and we're still waiting word as to when they will open. We've had a couple of sneak images, sneak peek images, but for the most part, we really don't have a date. We just know that it'll probably be somewhere in 21. So there's that aspect of it. Earlier in the Epcot experience, I kind of alluded to where is the play pavilion, the thinking and philosophy, uh, or the, the rumor mills were suggesting that wasn't happening. I show some images of the exteriors uh, being completed uh, over there at uh, what was the former Wonders of Life building. I really do think something is going to happen there. But if I were Disney and I was going to be smart, and I thought this was what their intent was all along, I really thought that they would um, open some of these new attractions for Epcot in 22 during Epcot's 40th anniversary. It only makes sense. And by the way, if I haven't mentioned it before, there is also the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary, which happens in 23. So there's a lot of dates, a lot of festivities, a lot of anniversaries to honor in the next few years. I would think Disney, especially in lieu of this crazy pandemic, would want to stretch out some of this. And the Play Pavilion makes sense as one of those things. Next door is the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, which, you know, over a year ago, the building had been put up for the coaster portion of the ride, big blue building behind uh, the former Universe of Energy building. And the Universe of Energy building had been completely gutted, but for the better part of the year, it has sat empty and you could at night see through the netting and pretty well see that it had been gutted and nothing had happened. I'm happy to say that this week uh, you could see that significant development and work have been done on putting out the front uh, wall to the energy pavilion and also doing some work on the roof. Now, I assumed that the roof would have energy tiles attached to it. I thought I'd heard them mention that at one time. It only makes sense because they have gone and done energy uh, energy tiles in the shape of Mickey Mouse and across acres and acres and acres of property out on the west side of Walt Disney World. So why wouldn't they put energy panels back up on the universe of energy? Something uh, more updated that, uh, that collected uh, sunlight better. I think that's happening, but right now they've got steel girders, they've got plywood going on top, and it's really hard to tell what's going on there. But the good news is something is happening over there at the Universe of Energy, and we can all be really glad for that. The last thing I should mention is that Mouse Gears, uh, we uh, had the opportunity to go in there and check out their new uh, mobile device for checking out. So what happens is you can scan a code and it'll immediately take you to your My Disney app and it invites you, by the way, they hand you a plastic bag as you enter, um, a clear plastic black bag to put your merchandise in. And uh, they invite you on the app to go shopping. When you find an item, scan the barcode on that item 
And then when you're done shopping, complete the sale in the same way you complete a mobile order at a casual dining location at Walt Disney World. I took the opportunity to buy a new mask, a little Marvel mask, and the process could not have been simpler. It was an efficient process and made the experience really solid. I'll show images again on the video. I should mention this about the problem. If there's one little problem to all of this is that um, I'm thinking there could be a few thousand people who eventually will not have a job as a cashier in retail. Uh, they won't need it in the next couple of years after this unfolds. It's right now only being tested uh, here at Walt Disney World at the Mouse Gears location. Though They've been testing it over at Disneyland, at Downtown Disney. Um, that said and done, most of those individuals have been furloughed or, and or laid off at this point. So, and you're going to need some people to do IT work. And I, I would hope that they would use cast members to roam the store and to better interact with the guests. I know that I asked about the figment sweater and whether, because I saw someone wearing a figment sweater and I asked two cast members talking to each other uh, if they had this figment holiday sweater, blue and white holiday sweater. And uh, neither of them knew anything about it. Didn't seem to be aware of figment. Having a sweater, the product knowledge was not impressive, nor did they really take the initiative to go search for where it might be. They gave a suggestion that maybe I should try the um, the gift shop that's been attached to Holiday uh, Showplace, but I could tell you that I had already quickly looked at that and I couldn't see anything there uh, from my scan. So I just hope that they take some of those resources and they put it toward better interacting with the guests, which is what makes the guest experience. Transactions at a cash register seldom make the guest experience come alive. However, an interaction can make all the difference in the world. So there you go around what has been future uh, World East, which will soon be uh, World Discovery, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, uh, Mouse Gears, Space 220, and the Play Pavilion. Also, many things happening in that little corner of the park. And it's pretty exciting. So, thank you for joining us for this Disney at Play podcast. We appreciate you joining us. We appreciate you sharing with others our podcast and what's going on. Please uh, make sure that you have subscribed to our podcast. Make sure that you check on any links um, to be notified of what of new podcasts and posts and videos when they come out, go to J. Jeff Cobra, which is our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe there. We have over, well over 100 videos out there to check out and look at. So make sure you have a chance to take a look at that as well. And, uh, and of course, as we've been mentioning in recent podcasts, check out our new Patreon page. For those of you who have enjoyed what we've been doing, we have expanded this in new ways with some really wonderful interactive apps, plus some exclusive uh, videos and podcasts, which we'll be hosting. But I am very excited about the interactive apps. We've just um, released um, the first portions of a major 
interactive app that really digs deep into Pandora World of Avatar in a way that no other resource has put it all together. And so we really recommend uh, that resource. Plus we have a Disney at Work uh, interactive tour which looks at best in business practices at Disneyland. So lots of really great stuff on our Patreon. And for the first three months, those, um, those monies that have been um, subscribed to Patreon go 100%, go directly to help Embrace Celebration, which is providing for individuals who are homeless right now, who have been laid off, who have been furloughed, um, Disney cast members and so many others in the shadow of Walt Disney World. And so, help out a really good cause and in return get value through some very exclusive things that you cannot find that do not even happen on other patreon sites give yourself value while you give of yourself to others again thank you for joining us we appreciate it and the words of sinbad storybook voyage always follow the compass of your heart happy holidays we'll see you real soon